Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, Dave here. I'm with my lovely wife and co-host, Kathy. Hello. As always. And we are joined by two very special guests, Sam and Simon from the Picture House podcast. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Now Great. Tell us yeah, which is Sam for... and which is Simon. Oh, uh, yeah, we have very similar voices, okay, which yeah. is a problem for a podcast. <laughs> I'll do an I'm accent. Sam. I'm Simon, but I'll do uh, German. No, I won't do an accent, but uh, it's <laughs> lovely to be here. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for coming, guys. Uh, so we are standing outside the Picture House Central yes. on a very noisy <laughs> London street. We thought it'd be less noisy inside, but uh, it turns out it's, it's more noisy in really there. Really noisy. Bill in there kicking yeah. up a massive fuss, isn't the he? Limehouse yeah. Golem. I know. <laughs> Looking forward to that one. Classic build. <laughs> I know, I'd never heard of it. Uh, thank you for filling me. It's my pleasure. Um, so we're going to war for the planet of the... Is it war of the planet of the It's apes? war for the planet of the yeah. apes. It's a the shame because the acronyms work really well because rise of the planet of the apes, R-O-T-O-G-P-A, it's rock potter, then dot potter, but this is woofed potter, which doesn't quite work. It's just bullshit. It's a shame. It's a real shame. Woofed potter. Woofed potter doesn't but work. This so is the climactic final bit of the trilogy. But is it the final bit? Is it the last It's one? the final bit until they decide to okay, make a fine, fourth one. Fine, well, fine. We, we should say, Sam, you've seen the movie already. Yes, I have. I'm back again. Yes. yes and you've interviewed the director. I've interviewed the director. Yes. Well he told me all of the things to look out for on a second <laughs> year. <laughs> Excellent. You're so well versed. This is the first time we've ever done a cinema with somebody who's already seen the movie. Prior yeah. knowledge. So you're yeah. not allowed to talk. Just be quiet Just there. be quiet. Yeah. Uh, what are your expectations, Simon? Um, they're reasonably high. I really don't care for the first instalment in this trilogy. Oh, um, no? No, I can't oh, I bear it. Oh, watch the other I loved I it. I think Franco is so bad, and I yeah, think I there's Franco. lots of silly science and... Um, Gen- City science I, is I think the best that, science. Sure, but I think that like, and even like the Golden Gate Bridge stuff, I felt was slightly anticlimactic. I don't know. I wasn't really that keen on it, and so my expectations were on the floor for Doc Potter, and uh, I really enjoyed that a lot. I yeah, thought it was um, really unpleasant and moody, and um, has lots of nice moral stuff to think about. And uh, yeah, I'm really up for it. I really, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Humans, yeah. Uh, Sam's together strong. Well, the interesting thing about the uh, previous films, so Rupert Wyatt um, was the director of the original one, and he was going to do the sequel, but left like quite early into production. Yes, of course. So Matt Reeves, um, who directed things like Cloverfield and Let Me In, he came on like to a film that was already moving, and he made a really good film, even though someone else started it off. This is the only Apes film that he's been involved in from the very beginning. Ah, so this right. is pure... If you like Dot Potter, yes. I think you guys might like WTF. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, that's a loud motorbike. This is so loud. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording it in the middle of the road. I don't think we quite talk yeah, to yes. We're going to get mowed down. swerving around us. They're very, they're very polite here in London. I have the opposite thing to you guys. Well, first of all, A, I don't remember either of the movies, even though I've seen them. Yeah. Because I saw them in the cinema, have not rewatched. Yeah, it's a few years ago, yeah, like 2011 like, and 2014, no I think. No recollection. But I do recall that I preferred the first one to the second one. Interesting. Oh. James Franco aside, Oof. I really enjoyed Draco Malfoy in it. Uh, yes, it was and, a bit of fun. And um, I just enjoyed the whole plot, and I loved at the end when Caesar spoke. The second one I still really liked, but this one I'm like, yeah, I've... 
I'm interested to see it, but I wouldn't say I'm particularly pumped, even though I know it's at like 95%. Yeah, I'm with you. I love Caesar's story at the heart of the yeah. first one, and I loved his uh, sort of rise to uh, being a tiny little ape who's very smart and can do puzzles, <laughs> yes. uh, to being a very shouty uh, very sort of shouty. commander-in-chief. Yeah. Um, and I just loved the, the whole prison scene in, in that, you know, and they loved it. Yeah. Didn't, I did record uh, Doc Potter... Uh, I can't believe you're calling you that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It rolls off the tongue. It's you easier than Dawn yeah, of the Planet fil- of the You watched Apes. one of them on Film 4, didn't you? Yeah, I watched Rise of the Planet of the yeah. Apes the other day. But I went to bed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, sorry, <laughs> what am I doing? Uh, Rot Potter. I uh, uh, had the other one recorded. It just didn't happen. Uh, okay. I'm just so disappointed in myself. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I've, let, I, I've let the whole side down. I did yeah. think, though, because yeah. I love the original movie, and I did think that the first of this installment really set up a really good prequel. Like... Prequel? Yeah. I oh, you mean it was? They're all prequels. That's what I, I mean. Prequels to what? They're a movie later. I didn't yeah. know this. Sam, the Apes Sam was telling me this. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, honestly didn't know they were prequels, yeah. though. I just thought they were just like different universe No, because films. it's all yeah. happened already there. Yeah, I had so no idea. they're really yeah, clever. In the first one, they're there's really a little well nod done. to it. There's That's the so space uh, the space shuttles leaving with the astronaut. Yeah. And I think we just, by pure coincidence, had happened to see the original one quite quickly before we saw this first one. So we were like really into it. Such a good movie. That really yeah, holds up. It's really well. good. Damn dirty apes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, we better go in because uh, classic it's cinema style. Literally about to start. Yeah, we are <laughs> super. super and this excellent. is Dave's fault because he left work late. Yes, Dave. I take full responsibility. Yeah. For God's sake. All right, guys, what's the snack situation? You've already eaten a whole oh, box of popcorn because yeah. we were so we late. We impress our um, yeah. hosts with We've like four large of a large popcorn, <laughs> but then um, we ate it whilst we were waiting. For I've you. had better offers of a handful of popcorn at the end of a box, but I'll still eat it. There's a giant mega pick and mix thing upstairs that we can go and have. Yeah, you guys like. Cinema snack uh, fans. Yeah, we've got some good snacks. Let's see. Great. Let's I, go. I usually okay. just have whatever's Kathy. Yeah, let's go. And then she goes, enough. "Stop it!" <laughs> All right. All right. See, see you on the other side. Bye. you say eventually you'd replace us that's the law of nature so what would you have done what did the humans promise you no matter what you do you'll never be one of them you are we are the beginning apes together we are the beginning! Apes together! Strong! Have you come to save your apes? I came for you. Alright, so we are just out of what what was it called? What pop? Woof Potter. Woof Potter. <laughs> it sounds like a sort of a Harry Potter's yeah. cousin or something. Rock Potter, Dot Potter, and Woof Potter. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Kathy, right, I wasn't sitting next to you, but I was getting sort of waves of uh, fatigue. Some vibes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt vibes. Uh, you were getting up. Uh, you were getting up a lot. You left the cinema for a substantial portion <laughs> of the good, movie. It was a good uh, And then, thanks, Simon, I heard you filling in, Cathy, on everything yeah, I missed you missed. a really big part of the movie, actually. <laughs> uh, so we won't get into any spoilery specifics yet, but, Cathy, tell us sort of generally why you hated the movie so much. <laughs> you know what? I actually didn't hate the movie. Oh, good. Okay. No. Oh, okay. um, so... So I'm a human, and circumstances, Not an get, in, per- circumstances get in the way. So I would say if 
you're tired if you've had a long day of work if you have a bad back if you're pushing nine months pregnant or if you combine the four <laughs> do not go and see this movie <laughs> like I think I could have handled it on like a Sunday afternoon maybe but I was really tired so the reason I left for ten minutes was because I was actually walking around in circles in the lobby to wake myself up um, oh you've had a bad experience uh, so but that aside academically this is a very good movie it's shot very well the special effects are incredible the scenery is beautiful the score is amazing non-academically <laughs> I would say I had you were not in the right head not very much emotional investment in what was going on um, okay. there's only two forms of female characters in this movie so you're either mute or you're a child bearer so I did, did notice that and um, and you can tell the female apes because they have tiny little dreadlocks yeah they have dreadlocks <laughs> um, so there was a lot of things going on like academically I was like this is a beautiful movie like a visually stunning sure. but they could have shaved half an hour off it and then I did remember one thing from the second movie, which was that I had a total crush on Caesar, which came back in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Caesar's hot. Caesar's yeah. hot. Caesar's so yeah. hot. The grey works for him as well. Yeah, yeah Caesar, he's yeah. aged really well. Um, yeah, so they're my overall thoughts. So academically, it's a good movie. I can see why it's getting good reviews. Personally, I wasn't particularly into it. Best. Yeah, and I don't think it's just because I was tired. I think it was just, it dragged. Because there's a lot of the movie with no dialogue. There's one point where Woody Harrison talks for 20 minutes. I was like, get on with it, Woody. His Marlon Brando moment. Yeah, and it wasn't good. Like, I don't think he did a particularly good job of it. Sam, second time? How did it hold up? I actually enjoyed it more the second time. Uh, I enjoyed some of the scenes, uh, like when I... The Woody Harrison scene, for example... Um, I was a bit like, what's Woody doing in this film? I don't quite get it. Is it Marlon Brando light? And lots of reviews mention that. Second time round, I was just really invested in him, and I loved that speech. Um, the scene with him and Caesar is right. so good and I think I was paying more attention to the details of it whereas the first time around I was just you know in awe of the visuals the sounds the music the colours and actually the speech has some really important dialogue which we should all listen to and stop just looking at the nice pictures <laughs> <laughs> the pictures are so nice <laughs> I know, it's I know. a bit basil exposition though yeah but I, I think it's actually yeah I get, it, it is but it's important for the film it's yeah. a shame that we have to get it through just him explaining it to us and we can't see some of the action but the film's already two hours and 22 <laughs> minutes long like we yeah. don't need any more action guys <laughs> it's, it's quite an economic way to build the world up sure. and to fill in a few gaps from you know, between the previous films yeah Simon you seem you, you needed a, mom, a moment there you I, still need a, I still need a moment I am reeling I think I was not expecting that film to be anywhere near as like unrelentingly bleak and unpleasant as it was <laughs> it's like it may as well be set in like a gulag yeah. <laughs> it's like Stalinist Russia it's so it's horrible horrible yeah. from start to finish and even though we're sort of going on a journey with a ragtag group of apes from the beginning everything changes an hour in and it's just monstrous I really wasn't expecting it so I think like yeah, I, I suppose I class these films, I used to class these films as like adventure fun. That's like a, a, a great Friday night for you and your pals. But this is, this is no. Schindler's List meets Passion of the Christ. <laughs> Fire from a rump. It's, it's a really serious drama. I was yeah. not anticipating that at all. I had That's why no there's, idea. There's a, there's, a, there's a comic relief character who we can talk about more in, in spoilers. Sure. But yes. he's, 
at times felt very jarring. Yeah, he felt like Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It <laughs> yeah. kind of worked. Better I think, animated. I think it landed, but I think it just clashed a bit with the, yeah, I mean, you the bleakness. Ne- I mean, obviously, they must have felt at some point, guys, we've got to fucking lighten this <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, Put some chuckles in this. this gonna, yeah, I mean, there's got to be something. So I understand, the, yeah, I understand the, the need for that. Um, but even he's quite tragic when we'll talk about that later oh, on but actually again Christ. second time round my, so my first reservation was I wasn't sure about Woody Harrelson second time round he's a charm second reservation <laughs> was Baddie actually he fits in really well with the group and I think he's really important for the film he's necessary and he's just the right side of Jar Jar Binks like yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like you know if he was one degree south yeah, I, I agree. then it yeah. would be too I much agree. but they play it which is only just the film I'm only with you I think we were all chuckling I thought he was it came in at literally the exact moment I was about to fall asleep suddenly that character came <laughs> yeah. in yeah. Oh, and I was like oh thank god and someone's <laughs> talking and livening yeah. up the action well, he hey. was a breath of fresh air yeah he was really needed I'm with you guys I thought it's very well put together it really was a, just a treat oh. to look at like, yeah yeah some of the, I don't know how much of this I couldn't tell the difference between um, loc- real location and CG set mm-hmm. and even uh, CG ape that's and human it's I all totally just agree. Think, I think we finally got to the point where like there's a shot of um, Maurice uh, when they well we'll talk about that later but there's a sp- specific shot of Maurice um, and I was looking at him and it's a long shot of his face and I was thinking yeah I, I, if you show me this out of context I wouldn't be able to tell you whether no, that's real or like, it's not real. a clue the and it's amazing that we've got to that place now especially after like Star Wars when um, you know uh, well, Moff Tarkin's not yeah. good yeah and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah and like really really ropey and that shot of Leia at the end is okay and I was thinking oh god we, it's going to be ages before we get like proper photorealistic things that look like things and this is the first one I think it's there their eyes the performances are all there and yeah. Andy Serkis needs an Oscar fast yeah. and, and, but it's, it's funny because where does uh, where does his performance end and the CG artists uh, well, he needs a hundred Oscars for him and the team who brought that character yeah. well, like, exactly. like he's just one yeah. part of that performance he'll but, never uh, get one even though I agree it's actually through his acting but he'll never get it no. he brings so much to every role he's in and you can just hear it in his and see it in his performance it's very impressive he's the framework for those you know the, the visual artists to work from they're just they put a skeleton yeah. but I, I, I really liked the movie I was in gripped thrall in gripped in gripped I just, I like I just yeah. invented a word yeah, I yeah it's someone. a sort of an apism uh, I like yeah. Yeah. you should put that as a quote in gripped <laughs> <laughs> the cinema I think it's E-N-G-R-I-P-E-D yeah yeah yeah, yeah. in gripped um, I, I, yeah, I was just um I was just like, yeah, I had my mouth open for yeah, a lot of it. Me there, too. Really. I, I just felt like my jaw go. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. just real punch in the gut. The the, it's very loud, but the the sound design was amazing. The war stuff was excellent. I was invested in almost all of the characters. But you're, I'm, I'm with you, Simon. It's it's hard going. Horrible. It's a warm. A it's very much horrible, a war movie. Horrible film. A, a film of like personal struggle, movie. isn't it? Like yeah. it's almost it's like an art movie meets uh, like an Academy Award winning drama. Yeah. Like yeah. Schindler's it's List. Odd, it's, it's such an odd film for a summer blockbuster. But I'm also really glad we have films <laughs> yeah. like this of summer blockbusters. Sure. And it's not all King Arthur and Transformers. Oh, yeah. You know, like, but what about wintry. it's very self-referential when they wrote Apocalypse Now? Yeah, it's a lame. Like, get over yourself. Didn't like that. Lame I bit think of it took itself. I, I, I like that it's a serious movie but I think it took itself too seriously sure. as well and I think you know no offence to the director who I know you interviewed but it's a bit self-indulgent for me sure. a little bit and the 
I think, well, maybe we'll move on to spoilers yeah. uh, now. So, so we're in a spoiler cafe this time. Yeah, I forgot to set the scene. We are yeah. not walking anywhere because uh, we realised we were too close to the tube station. London's loud. Yeah, yeah it's too and loud. It's very loud. It's loud London. It's a loud yeah. town. Uh, so we're in the downstairs of uh, Picture House Central Cafe. Sure if anyone's been here, it's quite a nice nice little spot. Yeah. Um, and everyone has just cleared off. Yeah. That's great. Thanks, we're literally yeah. Thanks very very podcast walked in. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> left. <laughs> so we're going to call this spoiler table. So we're now moving gotcha. to spoiler table. Yeah. Uh, metaphorically, let's yeah. just stay where we are. <laughs> I don't want to get up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought, I, I kind of with you, Cathy. I think it's the movie didn't quite hit the mark of uh, literary greatness at once. I think it, it, it didn't take enough risks with the audience's intelligence. There was a lot of exposition, yeah. right? There was a lot of like, I thought Maurice, who I loved, um, but there's a lot of, there was lines where he was like, obviously signing but he's like uh, oh he this ape is not like us I wonder if there are more apes yeah. like him out there I yeah. thought we, we were the it. only we ones get it, yes, yeah, yeah, we get it Maurice yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we were smart enough and they gave us they gave us the visual clues we figured it out and then there were moments where they just told us they yeah. straight out told us on top of that yeah. you know you Woody Harrelson saying they got sick yeah. they stopped being able to talk yeah we know because yeah. you introduced a whole character and there was the moment where they, they found the soldiers and we still figured it out, and yet they still hammered it home. Yeah. Now I know you're saying. Uh, no, I hadn't figured it out at that point. I thought Woody Harrelson was removing the tongues of his soldiers. Oh right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so maybe I was maybe it really wasn't needed. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I mean, that level of detail wasn't. Uh, I mean, that level of brutality is throughout the rest of the film, so exactly. you can totally be forgiven for thinking yeah, that yeah. because like it's just as horrible as that for two yeah. hours. Yeah. And the funny thing is, so I went for my walk and came back, and they were in a concentration camp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so luckily, you kindly explained to me what was happening because I was like really confused. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like I couldn't hear what you guys were saying, but I, I heard you come in, and then I heard you sort of whispering. And I swear it lasted five minutes. <laughs> there was there's, like, there's something like, going yeah, so yeah, on. Like, obviously, I'm not going to miss anything because nothing's happened in the last hour. Quite a lot happened in. That yeah. <laughs> uh, short period of time. You, you picked the most eventful five minutes of the movie. But so do you like, think, as a as a plot device, like very early on in the movie, Caesar's wife and son are killed? Yeah. But it was completely emotionless. I also because found we hadn't it even spent one minute with them, and there was this huge homecoming for the son, and I'm like, were we supposed to have missed the that son? That does feel vacant, even as someone who's watched the um, the last two films this week. I think that homecoming scene still is like a it's so weird. nothing. It's, it's like, literally there to to. to Desperately claw for your affection, so because they're gonna die. Like yeah. we're, we're about to kill them. Were his wife and son big characters in Dawn of the Planet? So I don't remember. Uh, not major. They're no. there. They're there. Yeah. But like, his wife was never really a decent character anyway. But in no, this movie, they literally just, she just was there for one scene and said, "Here's your brother." Yeah. I don't remember her dying. I, rem- I I kind of figured it out that the son had been shot. But when did she die? It's well, the same time they were both. Yeah, they, they all the family were two, in bed. Uh, in like two the ape same corpses. Right there. <laughs> they didn't even okay. show us her face. Like that's how little they cared about the wife character. No, I actually asked you. I was like, "Is the wife dead?" Like I was confused. <laughs> I needed that as well. I, yeah. That's where I needed some exposition. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, when did Caesar meet his wife? I was thinking about this during the film. <laughs> is she between, in Rise? Yeah, so it's between Rise and Dawn. Right. Because at the start of Dawn, his first son is born. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and, uh, and the, they don't exist in, in, uh, in Rise. So we never saw their sort of, their meet cute. Right. No, sadly not. Yeah. We don't get the romantic both comedy. Reaching for a banana at the same time, <laughs> and, uh, their, their eyes lock. That would be yeah. really beautiful. I mean, look, <laughs> yeah. if, if you could, if you want to make a further prequel in between Rise and Dawn, then That's you're what more we than need. We need more prequels. Anything light at this point, like anything, like 
I'm st- honestly still reeling from like a film set in a concentration camp <laughs> with crucifixion, starvation, flagellation. Like yeah. you fucking name you it. Everything it's in you that film. Executions, like bullets Torture. to the head. Yeah, you're Astonishing. right. I feel like from what I remember of Dawn, there were a lot more uh, moments of setting up their civilization and there's a lot of... It establishes the eighth yeah. uh, colony as a, a beautiful place and a haven. Then there's then isn't there moments of like between them and the humans where they're getting to know each other yeah. before shit goes that, Well, there's all of that, that which, yeah. is, which is definitely the make-you-care stuff. Um, also, I think another sort of key difference that makes this film even more harrowing is the fact that um, it's a very simple story, and uh, and we and we, and it's a totally linear narrative. We start with Caesar, and we just follow Caesar. So, like in Dawn, Dawn feels very much like running, jumping, adventurous, climbing trees, doing all that sort of stuff. Because we're cutting between two narratives. It's like human stuff, ape stuff, human stuff, ape yeah. stuff, human stuff, ape stuff, human and ape stuff together. We care about them, and then they're torn apart by Gary Oldman and all that sort of shit. So this is like relentless peril journey. And I think that totally adds to the like building ominous dread that we have throughout, which is yeah, you're right. There was no subplot. No, we just have one, yeah. which makes it grueling. Like you feel like you're going on this fucking yeah. freight train journey of like fucking hell. You this are going happened. on this fucking journey. Hell, it's this a biblical happened. journey yeah. of, of Caesar slash Christ. <laughs> it really is. Um, it yeah. is a literal Christ. Movie. Yeah, absolutely. It, it does trick you at the beginning though, because like it starts off in that same setting as Dawn, and it follows humans. The first shot of the film is humans walking through the jungle, yeah. and you're that like, okay, this brutal. is like Jason it's Clark. We're going to carry on. And then it completely yeah. pulls the rug out from under you. It's like, no, all the humans are evil. Yeah. We're following Caesar. So get those guys. Great rug pull. I really yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah, it's, it's interesting a nice that moment. we're like we're rooting as an audience against humanity. Mm. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting. But also, having seen the original movie, we know how it ends. Even though you hadn't realised it was people. No idea. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, well, we know the humans are obliterated. So it's just how, and yeah. that's maybe why I felt it was a little bit mundane. There were no stakes for me. They're not actually obliterated. They they're kept as pets and cages. Oh, which speak. is what Woody Harrelson yeah, says. Oh yeah, sorry, but yeah. we know like the apes win. I also thought yeah. it was really interesting that there appeared to be no human women in the world. No, there was one. No, there's a couple in the in the mad Woody Harrelson army yeah. when they're doing all their big shouting stuff. But they're oh, not allowed you to speak. That. Oh, I missed Just that. Like I missed the first shouting bit. There's, okay. there's yeah. women. I mean, like fleeting. No, the gender pay gap is very apparent. Yeah. <laughs> in, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. It's just there's lots of stuff that was really interesting about it, but then. I don't know. It's just like that that comic relief character. Like he was cute, but also a bit annoying. Sure. Yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah. I think he landed. He yeah. was. Cu- I mean, he looked cute, and when he had his little outfit on, that was cute. It's a cute. He had moment. a fun hat L- yeah. and a little thumbs <laughs> yeah. up. That's a delight. Yeah, the thumbs, thumbs up was up. nice. And what about the girl? I just thought her character was so pointless. Oh, the, oh. I think. Um, I know what you, I know I like what you mean. Uh, she is a like a necessary plot bridge, I yeah. suppose. Um, the the moment that killed me more than anything else is the death of the gorilla which I think yeah, you, you might that. have oh. been there for <laughs> no um, do, do you remember he, he, that was he the moment that you left her hair, her hair. oh yeah that was sweet and then when and then, he died she put the flower back in okay, uh, behind nice. his ear which yeah. was honestly a genuinely beautiful moment okay. I probably welled up and I thought it was lovely <laughs> um, but I think um, another uh, sort of trope that I enjoyed in this film is like moments of silent understanding either between two apes or between an ape and a human being um, and especially that first hour where there's so little dialogue I think that stuff mm. works really really well and I 
Yeah, I, really, I like the first moment between Maurice and the girl. Yeah, that um, was nice. Maurice, it's a beautiful favorite. moment of connection. Like, yeah. I really, really live for that stuff. Maurice is the best. Great. How yeah. come um, some of the apes can speak and, and some of them I just don't know. Just, I think it's just down to their own uh, experience in the other films. It seems like, like Caesar is like started to teach some of the apes and yeah. some are more confident because like Maurice speaks a, like one or two words in this film yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's got much to do with exposure to the um, ALZ whatever it is 113 I think the name it's of the like drug. because like, it's quite a human thing to do and I think a lot of the apes aren't I think Caesar's so confident it's like yeah I own this language I can do it but yeah. I think the other <laughs> apes are like they, they want to be they want to keep their apeness I sort of get the sense that because they can all communicate through their like quite primitive noises yeah. and sign language, so yeah. they don't really need to speak human. Yeah. Do you think Caesar is just showing off then? Because loads of points, they're all speaking an ape language, and Caesar's insisting on speaking English. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I, I was thinking about that while I was watching the film. Like, it, 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 I wonder what his insistence in speaking English is. <laughs> I suppose you can tie that back to his relationship with the James Franco character and the fact that like he's always. Like, like his whole the whole thing in the second film is that Coba thinks that Caesar has gone too far and loves the humans and doesn't care about apes anymore and hence the revolt which started the war and like I suppose I suppose you could tie it back to that but it does it does seem like like you know like when you go to a foreign country with someone who uh, like speaks the language and likes showing up you're like yeah all right chill out man we'll speak a bit of French like, yeah. all right. it was basically for the audience because. <laughs> Otherwise, we would have been watching sign language for sixty minutes. Yeah. So yeah. that's why they did it. Yeah. And I swear to God, there there were a few moments where Caesar was not looking at them uh, while they were signing at him. Like I swear he had binoculars on at one stage, and Maurice is signing at him, uh-huh. and then he turns back and yes, I I, I agree, Maurice. We must. Do this. And you did not. It does, see it does that. happen a lot. Uh, on the really? Second time. Yeah. I kept noticing when people were signing or right. just like generally making a, the same grunting noise. Yeah. And he'd be like, yes, I completely agree. That was a very eloquent point. <laughs> well made. What else did you notice second time round that you didn't notice? Just how much I love that score. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. So it's scored by Michael. Giacchino's best work uh, and he did Dawn and I don't know he if did he did Dawn. Rise he he's a, he's a regular Doyle. Matt Reeves who's the director yeah. uh, he's a regular uh, collaborator with him um, and Michael Giacchino has scored pretty much every film released this year so God, it made sense that he oh, that also did War of yeah. the Planet of the Apes oh, right. and he did Spider-Man Homecoming yeah. as yeah, well but I thought that Spider-Man that was a is a very weak. poor score compared to this so didn't notice it he was so focusing lame. more on this yeah. he's done yeah. such a good job I thought that actually because we reviewed Spider-Man two nights ago and I thought of it after, too late after we'd recorded the podcast, so this is it for anyone. Yeah, we were talking about it. Uh, we just went. I just went. Oh wait, there was absolutely nothing completely other than the opening credits, especially when, when you compare yeah. it to um, who did the, the Raimi ones. Uh, Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. Yeah. That, yeah. that was a great score, really, and really that's good. really iconic. Yeah. Uh, that that Spider-Man. Yeah. So. And a Giacchino I would rate above Elfman in general, so I think right. he kind of dropped the ball. Yeah, it's there. a shame. Yeah, I think he was doing all the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it really sells like the, the whole film. It's just so that. It was so the quest motif as yeah, they leave great. the forest yes, and exactly. they're on their horseback. It was yeah, yeah, a very yeah, Lord yeah, of the yeah, Rings, yeah. wasn't it? It yeah. really yeah. is. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. I love but a travelling montage yeah. and with that beautiful music. It felt like a western, it felt like a war yeah, movie. Absolutely. And it was so positive, and then 30 minutes later, it's so negative. I know. But then also, when in the prison camp, they have the great like escape. Kind of uh, yeah. motif, and that's great. And what we did miss because we did play it quite fine in terms of getting into the cinema on time. Oh, and yeah, we, we didn't miss it. any action, we but we it. did miss <gasps> the incredible 20th Century Fox fanfare, no. which Giacchino re-recorded 
in the style of his ape score and it's oh. such an amazing it's one of my I love it when studio logos get rid of their normal ident music Fuck. and they right. have like um, Warner Brothers did it with the Dark Knight movies yeah. and Fox yes. did it with yeah. this it's the first apes movie where they got rid of the Fox oh. fanfare right we're gonna have we to go were again we so proud Kathy. that we um, we just made it in as the movie was starting which is like we missed dream. no action but yeah. we missed an amazing piece of music okay. we missed the Shame. best logo we saw the Shit. other logo well, you can go back and watch it without me <laughs> <laughs> I think if we say to the ushers, can we just go and we just want to watch the logo? Yeah, yeah. They will yeah. totally buy that. <laughs> we just love 20th Century Fox. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys, you yeah. work here, so you can go back. But I think one of my, as I was watching the movie, I had a lot of time to analyse it. Um, and I was thinking, I actually, my main issue is, and I don't know if it's that I'm not advanced enough, because there's no talking and because they are apes, and maybe it's because it's CGI, so I couldn't quite get into it. But I just didn't feel any connection to the characters. Right. Not even, and, and then not even the young girl. I had not. I was really? so disinterested. Like I wouldn't have cared if she died. I wouldn't have cared if any of them died. Right. I didn't care when Caesar died, and we've seen him since he was a baby. What about Caesar and his son, Cornelius? Didn't care. What a coincidence, though, that they baby. that they named this baby after the same name we're giving our baby. <laughs> no way. Cornelius Cullen Cork. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. Um, I decided. Got me there. Yeah. Yeah. Got me there. <laughs> yeah, regardless of gender, we're going to call it Cornelius. No, I just thought I didn't care about any of it. And then, like, Caesar died in slow motion right at the perfect moment when all the apes were frolicking in their new land. And I just thought, like, whatever, as if he lived for this perfect moment and then died. Yeah, that death was a bit convenient like how far had they been travelling yeah we just don't know he had hung on to a tree during an avalanche <laughs> he had migrated very far south from where he was to the warm and he had gotten to this perfect point where the apes were literally frolicking in the grass I, I, think, ready to I think the character is like so fucking noble that he yeah. like has to make sure that everyone's yeah. okay before yeah, yeah. he's even allowed to let himself die but he could have just taken the arrow out earlier and treated himself no, like, but what's he going to treat himself with yeah. like he's a penicillin yeah. bark <laughs> they haven't invented that yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, that that really hit me like a ton of bricks that death and I think it's a perfect oh, choice good. for the film and yeah. oh he should he needed to die it's perfect like yeah, yeah it's absolutely his complete. time and I think that I think that what's I mean oh, it's really helped that I've watched those films this week yeah, that and, like I really think that, that that's the reason that I felt like full oh. emotional weight throughout I feel like God, I've invested six and a bit hours in <laughs> yeah. these apes this week, and uh, yeah, I feel it. That's what a very great, impressive. what a great trilogy, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. It's a good so very. I think it's a patchy start, but once it gets going, I think it's got some really smart ideas, and uh, I think they use them to full and fucking weighty dramatic effect in that yeah. third film. But yeah, I think it's really impressive work. It's rare to see a trilogy of films get better as they go along. Yeah, like, that never happens. Absolutely, yeah, like, that, that, that's never happened. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. never happened. Yeah. And also, take note. I would say uh, Disney and Star Wars because this is how prequels should be done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want any more gaps filled. No. Uh, between movies, no. just like set it ten thousand years before or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Like, yeah that's absolutely. more interesting to me. Sure. If we have to do this, if we have to make prequels, if we can't just make original films all the time, yeah. then yeah, do it like to that. To the point where we didn't even realise these were prequels. Yeah. Like, we were no, talking no about idea. it today, like, <laughs> oh yeah, I guess they are. Like, we just thought it was like uh, using the IP in like a different way. Yeah. But they are loosely connected, and that's kind of nice, rather than having to like really like go for it and really get slot A into tab B. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, like they didn't home. feel the need to get the Statue of Liberty and bury it at the end, you know what I mean? Like That's yeah, what yeah, Star yeah. Wars would have done with it. Imagine this. how yeah. clunky that would have yeah, been. Yeah, that's like, what they would have done. Caesar would have like died and then the camera would have pulled out and he's like on the arm of the yeah, Statue of Liberty. Exactly. <laughs> that's what Star Wars would have done. That's what the last Star Wars movie was. Basically. It really was. Yeah. And I think that had to do more with the Han Solo movie. Uh, it's just like... And Woody Harrelson in. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I would say this is 
one of the worst performances I've ever seen from Woody Harrison. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I disagree. I just thought he was so dull and uninteresting, and he's normally quite a charismatic actor. Again, it's, he was only given a, spe- a soliloquy, that's all he did. Yeah, it's one note, certainly. I yeah. mean, it's not a complex character. I, I see what you mean. Yeah, I don't know. I'm... I, I'm with you, Sam. Okay. I think I, I say, I, he, he doesn't have much screen time, and I was really surprised by that first time around because it's like in the billing, it's like Woody Harrelson. Yeah. 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 But actually, I think his with his minimal screen time, he makes a he does an impression. You know, makes uh, a bit of an impression on the audience. He is really two dimensional, but the whole point of him is that he is like the yeah. worst possible yeah. human. I guess. I mean, yeah, he's horrible. He's basically yeah. Hitler. Yeah, but he's also been through some shit. Well, exactly, yeah. which is yeah. The, yeah, to legitimize. It's weird casting though, because Woody Harrelson at the moment is on such a, a high with like the yeah. comedy roles. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We saw him Wilson. recently in Wilson yeah. and Lost in London and yeah. stuff, and like, and and he hasn't done a serious role like this it's been for a while. such a long time. Yeah. Um, so I wonder how I was it all. I think he was a bit. Like, it was about. a bit Hunger Games. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, sure, even sure. that was a little bit of a comedic role. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was a bit True. of a cross. But did you think at the end, I didn't buy that Caesar would have gone back to kill a guy. I, I thought Caesar would have stayed to help the kids get out. No, but I like that because he was like... Uh, they have to address it at least, and yeah. which they do. Yeah. He just couldn't let go of his hate, yeah. like Kuba. Yeah. But then he finally did. But he didn't let go of his hate because um, the real mercy would have been to shoot him in the head. So Caesar left him to suffer. That's no, not letting go of he your did, hate. He, but he knew he was going to kill himself, yeah. so he left him the gun so that because he, he didn't want to do it because he didn't want to be like oh, I'm the architect of doom here, but I'm going to let you make your own choice. But he would have been the architect of mercy, which is what he did to the guy in the snow. But I think that he, I mean, yeah. But it was about hatred, right? And you could see it in his face. And that, that He moment, overcomes he, that, he, he, sure. Yeah, he calms yeah. himself and he gets over that. He's like, what am I doing with my life? This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's like, I should just go away on a uh, farm some, on the other <laughs> side of a desert and Yeah, die. next to a lake and, yeah. Yeah. and die, yeah. All right. Well, any other any final thoughts? Oof, no, I need to lie down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do think it's interesting though. And again, okay, this is probably not the best review because I don't remember the other two movies. But that you guys think it got better as it went on. But I know from memory of my feelings after the first movie, yeah. not from memory of the movie, that I way enjoyed that. Right. I just this you enjoyed just the first. The, the second first, movie. yeah. This the first. And then I so know it's I enjoyed the second one. It's decreasing you. because it's taking itself too seriously. Yeah. And now I am a vegetarian. I'm not a smug vegetarian. The way the animals are being treated in the concentration camp is how animals are always treated anyway. Yeah, sure. So I wonder, was he, the filmmaker, trying to make a point around animal cruelty? Because that's interesting. If he's just trying to be, oh, humans are evil, it's not, I, I don't know, I'm not, I, I wasn't sure what his message was. There's more no of a, subtlety. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no. uh, yeah. I, I, it's, have you seen uh, Okja? No, the, not yet. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna I mean, that's, that's, on the watch list. that's the, definitely the one for, uh, like humans and animals and food and okay, yeah. uh, and again a concentration camp so good luck <laughs> yeah, don't go home maybe and watch I, it now okay, please, I, I might please. think that one is there, is there a concentration yeah, camp yeah, yeah. oh amazing but yeah I felt uh, like um, I felt like there were there were parallels to how humans treat animals anyway I wonder when you interviewed him was is that was that any part of his, his meaning or was that just a coincidence I feel like, like we didn't talk about it, but yeah. um, I feel like just visually, like it's definitely taking a cue from you know like factory farming and yeah. mass, sort of mass production. Sure. And I feel like it's it's clever in that it is a, it's like a weird post-apocalyptic story of a, a, a Christ-like ape, but it does also get <laughs> yeah. some real-world like 2017 kind of stuff. Yeah, in there. It does. Like building a wall, yeah. having a dictator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah, yeah. America, like like it's they, they even like burn the flag at one point when it all goes. Well, oh, that's very yeah. enjoyable. Uh, that's that very good. enjoyable. And yeah. there's something about Mother Nature being all powerful. I mean, mm. literally, an avalanche comes yeah. in at the end. Mm. 
uh, and just wipes Literally the slate clean. a line between yeah. evolution and the apes were on top. How are we going to get and rid of all of these humans? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was no. a quick win. I did enjoy the apes all up the trees at the end. It's a nice idea. Yeah, that was, that nice. was nice. Yeah. Economical and simple and effective. Yeah, yeah. and visually looked fabulous. Yep. I mean, the screen we saw it on was really good as well. Yeah, it was great. Really big screen. It was yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I've seen so many films in that cinema. I was like, eh, it's quite a big screen. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've actually really made cool. use of it. Yeah. 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 The picture is that. Was that 4K? That was 4K. That's like it was 4K. Oh, sometimes <laughs> even the dirt looked good. It's very pretty. Yeah. Very very. Hold pretty. on, I'm going to take a photo of you guys while you um, just continue to chat oh, there. Yeah, we love doing mid podcast yeah. selfies. We found it makes for a great audio. Oh wow. And we need to tell... Silence, always. Silence. Um, <laughs> Just so a bit of audio yeah. fun there. Thank you so much for inviting us to the Picture House. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Thanks, guys. thanks for inviting us on your podcast. Yeah, well, we love your podcast. Thank Do you, you want to tell our listeners a little bit about it? Yes, we are the Picture House podcast. Uh, we are a weekly review show for Picture House. You can find us on iTunes. And we talk about the new release of the week every week. Yeah, type in Picture House and Podcast into some sort of podcatcher, and I'm yeah. sure I'm sure it will show up. Yeah. We've got uh, an interview with Matt Reeves, which might be interesting yeah. to listen to after yes. after this. Although yes. we didn't discuss any of the things we just talked about. Well, it's good oh, a bit of variety. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna have to interview him again. Sam. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, a list of questions. We've got some questions. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you can follow us on Twitter at the Cinemile. Please review us on iTunes if you haven't already. We've got some lovely reviews uh, lately. And, keep emailing in thank you very much we've had some lovely emails um, thecinemile at gmail.com yeah. yeah thanks for coming okay. up thank you Bye. thanks for having us we a big fans of the show thank you yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next time goodbye bye bye, bye. bye. <laughs>